0: Good afternoon, everybody. It is Thursday afternoon, and it is now time for Inside the Eye Live Prime Time.
1: Fetch! Fetch!
2: Quiet, quiet. Go ahead. She's she's asking a question. Don't be rude. Don't be rude.
1: Hey, Fetch, did that woman really say you have garnets of steel and a mind like a freaking laser?
0: Mary, you can't be asking questions like that. This is Inside the guy Live primetime.
1: Why not? Aren't we broadcasting from the Middle East? Well,
0: yeah, but we might be seen as being politically incorrect.
2: You know, the problem is everybody dumps people when there's a, like a sign of uh, political incorrectness. Han, you're always politically correct.
0: Heck, thanks. Does Does that mean we can talk about dumping the Israelis tomorrow?
1: Oh, I'm sure you will probably say quite a bit more than that. And now coming to you live from somewhere in the Middle East, this is Inside the iLive, prime time with your host, The Fetch.
0: All right. Thank you very much for that, Mary. From Riyadh, the capital of Saudi Arabia, this is indeed the Fetch. And you are listening to Inside the Ally Primetime. Today's date is Thursday, January the 7th, 2021. And a good Thursday afternoon, early evening to all of you listening in the United States and Canada. And a good late afternoon. Thursday to early Friday morning to all of you listening in European and Asian time zones. And of course, wherever you are listening out there on the World Wide Web or our FM and micro FM broadcasting outlets, may all be well with you and yours. Um, weather here, it's nice. Uh, we actually had rain today. I didn't even check the weather. I've been so busy trying to get the show lined up, not saying I'm ready to do the show, but I've been trying. Uh, but we had rain. Rain started to come down about five o'clock. It was raining pretty much through 10 o'clock, so we actually had a sustained rain, which is normally not the case here in Riyadh. You get like scattered rains across the city, but normally not a sustained rain, so we actually had about five hours of rain today. Temperatures were not so hot in the upper 60s, I would guess. I didn't check. Obviously, it was largely overcast through uh, the later afternoon. Early morning was actually sunny, so it was actually nice this morning. And I don't know what we're gonna be going down to, but I suspect we'll be in the fifties with the cloud cover keeping some of the heat in. But uh nice day here in Riyadh, nice to get some rain. Uh kind of normally, normally it would bring a lot of smiles and cheer because rain is such a rare commodity here in Riyadh. But unfortunately you got this huge dark cloud hanging out over just not just the United States, but really the world at large is uh the, the election continues the election saga, really the color revolution. And the coup d'etat against really the people of the United States and against the United States continues unabated. And of course, we saw that yesterday with Mike Pence essentially giving the country over to the conspirators uh, involved in this ongoing coup d'etat. And it's really kind of funny because today that was the topic of discussion here in Riyadh. Uh, Again, America is a uh, important thing, a lot of Saudis have a lot of good friends and family inside of America. I know you guys find that hard to believe, uh, but I've got people that went to Boston University, impeccable culture, impeccable skills. I've got people from all over, quite frankly, and uh, they love America more than apparently a lot of these people on the left. And that's the funny thing about America. It appeals to so many people from all over the world. But, you know, you have this dark, dark color, dark cloud color revolution going out over the United States. And it's like, first thing I heard today, very first thing is uh, kind of a sheepish smile. And voila, is like, oh, my gosh, type of statement. Voila, Dennis, uh, what's going on in America? And uh, I said, I really don't know. And he said, you know, here's what they told me. Some of the guys told me today. First, we can't get any information here in the Middle East. It's actually very hard for information. You have to actually go hunting for it. It's not actually being promoted. So people are complaining to me about the lack of information. They mentioned specifically the quote-unquote, because I'm going to put that in a quote-unquote. I got some emails from some of you last night about the quote-unquote storming of the Capitol building yesterday. And of course, the scenes, optics-wise, look fairly impressive. You know, you got all these people storming up onto the Capitol building. But again, none of this would happen, quite frankly, if we had an honest system in America. Uh, Americans, as a general rule, at least certainly the MAGA movement people are not people who are going to be going out there looking to cause a problem. They're looking to burn things down. In fact, for the most time most of us, we're not here to do public Damage. We all recognize we built it. It's our property. We don't have an interest in tearing down our own institutions, our own uh, property, that type of thing. These are things we invested in. You know, taking what your forefathers gave you and destroying it, stealing it, uh, cannibalizing it. That's what Africans do. That's what they do down in Africa. That's what uh, blacks, a lot of the ra- rabid really uncultured, uncivilized blacks do in America. They they destroy anything and everything they touch. That's not what we do. We're not here to build down what is our infrastructure. And So I looked at this thing, and and I was told last night in an email, and some of you may know that I'm talking about you now, uh, just wait two to three days for the dust to clear because, you know, it's all in optics. It's all optics what we're seeing here. And, of course, I agree. Funny thing is, got a colleague came in today. First thing he says is, Dennis, Antifa is storming the Capitol, and they're blaming it on the Trump supporters. So that's actually already out there. Even here in Saudi Arabia, people are telling me that Antifa was storming the White House or the Capitol building and making problems in Washington, D.C. So, again, we wait two, three days for more of this information to clear. That's typically how it goes. But it's very interesting watching all this go down you know first of all i sat down uh 8 30 ish i watched some uh bannon's war room i i have been watching a lot of his i think he's got some of the better coverage uh some of it uh, i watched some of the more eclectic stuff out there you know the cutard stuff and uh i'll tell you you q if you're really into it, look, you, you sell a nice game, it's great, and we really hope you're right, but uh, your gig's going to be over in about two weeks if Trump doesn't do something. And a lot of us, of course, on the American side, look, we are faced with a very serious situation. We have a government, literally, that does not work nor represent the American people. The old, old, old adage is, well, you voted for this, is now off the table. We now know that none of us voted for any of this. Just as we never voted for mass immigration to destroy the homogeneity of our countries in the West, we never voted for what is happening inside of the United States today. Now that? Spectre is open and clear. 2020 proved to be very clarifying in that regard. We do not, nor have we probably ever in the past 20, 30, 40 years, have we voted for any of this. Now, moving forward, we have about, what, two more weeks of a Trump presidency left. And the funny thing about Trump is that it's very clear that there is a cabal, a deep state, a uh, globalist infrastructure that is seeking to control not just the United States but the world at large, the COVID-19 scam, the advancing pharmaceutical agenda, all of this has shown very clearly that this globalist elite literally disdains humanity. Now, if we take it a further step, into the conspiracy world it may very well be you know it may i'm putting that with a wink and with a kind of a wink wink right it may have a pedophile child sacrifice satanic ritual element in fact i would venture to guess that it actually does we have enough information coming out there to draw a conclusion that this is indeed going on now what's very interesting though is trump and really this MAGA movement that he has created, give give people credit, give, in my case now, the American people credit. Some people are saying, look, you know, the MAGA, no, the Q-tards, they have just encouraged inaction, just wait for the plan, wait for the plan, wait for the plan. However, I don't believe that's necessarily fair, and here's why. The American people... Their job and role is to get involved in the political process. They're not the politicians. Theoretically, they represent or they vote for their representatives. They came out in the largest numbers ever. Uh, So they were motivated. They did their job. What failed the American people were the state legislatures. What failed the American people were the state courts, regional federal courts, Supreme Court, and the Congress itself. All of these institutions of state, which by the old adage of a theory of uh, balance of powers, checks and balances, should have kept things in play. But no, we have a total corruption of American political institutions. The courts are corrupt. The Supreme Court, for sure, is corrupt. The state legislatures are corrupt. The major cities where the vote counting is going on are criminal. These are criminal organizations in place to control whole countries, whole states. Now, how is that fair to the American people? So we now have this huge picture of what's going on there. I already kind of suspected it in 2018, but Trump didn't seem to make too much of a deal of it. But there was no way in 2018 that the Democrats had such success at the voters box. It just wasn't there. Trump was already having very good inroads back in 2018 with the economy, had actually, quite frankly, energized America even more than he had in 2016. So I knew in 2018 that the, the entire the election process was rigged, but not a whole lot was said. 2018 equally, September 12, 2018, I think it's 13848, Trump comes out with his executive order on election interference. Where is that? Whatever happened to that? The DNI was supposed to provide Trump with a report within 45 days. Whatever happened to that? I haven't heard a thing about that. Nothing's on the table. Nothing's come down on the pipeline what's going on. Well, fast forward it further, we get to Pence, good old Mike Pence, a snake, a snake, a snake, a traitor, quite frankly. I cannot call this guy anything other than a traitor. Uh, Newt Gingrich, he was stating some. I'm going to paraphrase this because I don't have the statement in front of me. But Pence, you know, he made the best judgment in his best conscience under enormous pressure. And he should be given credit for that. No, Mike Pence knew what the deal was, would be our read on it. And he sold the United States out to this globalist cabal. It is very clear. Now, when you look at the optics, Trump is in the middle of a speech yesterday. And Mike Pence decides during the speech... That he's basically going to capitulate to the globalists during the speech. Now, if I'm going to be a cynic, which I generally tend to be, uh, I would say that that's timing as such to enrage the American patriots that are out there. And I watched the videos and now I know that most likely the police were letting people in. It's very clear that the police were letting Americans to come in to unsecure, to secure not unsecured areas of the congressional building. And then you had some people like waving them in, like, yeah, hey, come on in, come on in, come on in. You had Antifa out there, which were recognized that were causing damage. And then you got a very sad story of a, a young lady. I think she's about 36, 14 year old veteran shot by a black cop undercover or Let's just say a non uniformed cop. So you got some black thug shoots a white woman at a political protest, and yet all of us whites are being demonized as being involved in some massive insurrection against the United States. So here's a black punk, a murderer, shoots an unarmed American veteran, 14 year Air Force veteran, basically in the face. And as she's passing away, a tear is falling down her eye. How sad is that? How tragic is that? And where is the left calling for, uh, any type of, you know, violence against the black cops in DC? They would be doing that if it were a white cop going after some black guy who was actually a thug. See the hypocrisy that really is and what we really it is a Jewish conspiracy. I, I, and you guys may be on out no, I, I got more information later. But this is basically a Jewish takeover of the United States. Even the words that were being said out there ring of this idea of a Jewish conspiracy. Again, we'll get into that a little bit later. But here's the thing. Trump... Again, he's isolated. We don't know what his options are anymore. Does he even have any support? The impression on the ground is that support is tr- crumbling now all around the guy. Uh, as soon as this announcement was made, they've got things like, uh, Melania's, uh, chief of staff resigns and, you know, it, the appearance is at, as of this stage that literally, uh, Trump's entire base is just collapsing around him. Now, whether or not that's true, I don't know. Look, this is a guy that has some 100 million people that back him. He was able to bring in over 1 million patriots to Washington yesterday. I don't know what's going on there today. I can't find any news on it, to be honest with you. So I have no idea what's going on. That What we're looking at is unheard of. But here's the thing. Trump. He likes to sell himself as the deal maker. He's the deal maker. And what I don't think Trump, maybe he does, maybe he does. But first of all, let me just run this clip for you. Trump always talks about a deal maker. I want to
2: thank you very much. Hello, Georgia. By the way, there's no. Oops,
0: that's not the right clip. Hold on here. Uh, let's stop that. I got two. I labeled two things with Trump. That's probably a stupid thing to do. I did nor I did number them. I could have put like. We need a leader
2: that wrote the art of the deal. I'm Donald Trump. I wrote the art of the deal. I say not in a braggadocious way. I've been doing deals for a long time. I've been making lots of wonderful deals, great deals. That's what I do. Everybody wants me to negotiate. That's what I'm known as, as a negotiator. I do hundreds of deals. The deals come out of my ears, and they're good deals. Most of them are phenomenal deals. I said, you know, Angela, I can't guarantee it, but we're protecting you, and it means a lot more to you they protecting us because I don't know how much protection we get by protecting you.
0: See, what you heard there is deal, 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 deal. And right now, as it stands, as it stands, here's what Trump either knows or he doesn't know, or he knows and he can't do anything, or he knows and he doesn't have the strength to do it. But the future of the United States... And the world at large, by those who seek to take it over, is not open to negotiation. They're going to steal it through hook or crook. They're going to take it. So no matter how good of a deal maker you are, there's no deal to be made. Because the people you are up against simply have a non-negotiable position. The United States will surrender to us one way or another, and unless you stop us, we will never stop from taking over the United States and the world at large. And that, to me, is the weakness I have seen in Trump's actions. He simply never seemed, and I'm assuming now, and it's not over until Literally Biden takes that oath of office. Okay. I'm not, I am not collapsing here. I'm just raising a specific point within the tactics that we have seen to date. We have seen a guy trying to make deal after deal after deal after deal after deal. He goes to this court. He goes to this council. He goes to this legislative body. He goes to the Supreme Court. He gets this guy put in. He does this. He does this. He does all these deals. But he never seemed to grasp that in the end, the outcome was never negotiable. And consequently, no matter how many deals Trump decided to make, There was no deal to be made, Trump. There's only one action left for you, essentially, and that is yourself to invoke the Insurrection Act and take out these people just as surely as they are talking openly about taking out the American people. In fact, we've had, I think Lindsey Graham was one of the first. He's out there talking about how We need to invoke the Insurrection Act and go after all these Trump supporters who were supposedly uh, storming the Capitol building.
1: I'm encouraged they're on the case. Trust me, in the social media world that exists today, it won't be that hard to find thousands of people who took the law in their own hands. The people sitting in the chairs need to be sitting in a jail cell. Sedition may be a charge for some of these people. So I will, for the next six years, God willing, every week ask of the Department of Justice, starting with this Department of Justice and the next Department of Justice, what kind of progress are you making in holding those accountable, the domestic terrorists, who took over the House and the Senate chambers and laid waste to Capitol Hill? What do you need that you don't have? If you need more prosecutors, money will not be an object. If you need more investigators, we'll provide you the resources.
0: Now, does that sound to you like a person who really grasps reality? See, the American people have just been, let's put it another way, the established elite like a Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham is not American. first. Lindsey Graham is openly, admittedly, And proudly, Jewish first. He's an Israeli first. Now, I don't know if you guys recall, but when they had the election and the hearings for Judge Kavanaugh, you had hundreds screaming lunatic women storm the White House or storm the congressional building, get into, literally get into the hearing while these are going on and scream like a bunch of monkeys. And yet yesterday, Lindsey Graham wants to sit there and call what was largely, again, largely peaceful Americans concerned about the direction of their country. They're all now, they're now domestic terrorists. Now, instead of dealing with the crimes of the Jewish people, of the Koch brothers and and Zuckerberg who re- helped rig this election, now Lindsey Graham is all about Give me, how much money do you need, DOJ? We're going after the American people. And I'll be here for six years hounding the American people. And to those who were Americans, who didn't grasp our message of years and years, now you see what's going on with Charlottesville. Charlottesville, in its original intent, was simply nothing more then essentially a protest to preserve American heritage. American, white, European, basically American heritage, because that's who built the darn country. And there you have Lindsey Graham charging that the American people, those who are engaged in going to Washington, concerned about their own futures, their own country, that they are guilty of sedition. Well, let me have a... A very. Let's be very clear here. Those politicians clearly are engaged in projection. Lindsey Graham has always been involved in acts of sedition against the United States. In fact, nearly the entire Congress is literally involved right now in an act of sedition against the United States. Mike Pence... Should be seen as one of the leaders in a sedition against the United States. The Supreme Court itself should be viewed as being involved in acts of sedition against the United States. The major Democratic National Party counting, uh, regions, I don't even know what you call them, but the count, the precincts where they're doing the votes. All of those people involved in this vote rigging and theft of the election should be viewed as being involved in acts of sedition. The problem here to a Mr. Trump, the deal maker, is none of this was negotiable. It was going to happen whether you liked it or not, and you were going to take it whether you liked it or not. And no amount of dealmaking was going to change the outcome here. And that leads us to where we are today. You have two choices now. Well, actually, we don't have just two. The rule of law and order, as Trump liked to say last night, can proceed on track. That will not change. This is part of the governance system of any country in the world. Democracy is not necessarily clean, but often, often... It is preferable to revolution. But at this stage, there is also the paramilitary element to be discussed in the United States. When a government no longer represents the people, that government is illegitimate. This is known and a, and a people have every right to overthrow that government through any means that they feel is necessary. It is the right of the people. And no member of Congress can negotiate this away. No member of the police forces can negotiate this away. It's not a negotiable item. The future of the United States and the world has never been negotiable. That's the point here everyone must understand. This was not a deal or there was never a deal to be made. One side wants absolute control, absolute dominance, and absolute tyranny. This is the great Talmudic Jewish world order upon which they have been working for over 150 to perhaps as much as 200 or more years. People don't understand the messianic ins- ins- insanity of these people. They will not stop, they will not rest. Understand you cannot negotiate with Talmudic. Spirits. It's a all right, everybody. Welcome back. It's Fetch Inside the L.A. Primetime. Uh just want to say, first of all, uh wow, thank you very much, everybody, for coming today. Uh, chat room is actually already humming along. It's not humming, it's buzzing or humming. It's humming. So, yeah, Happy New Year to you guys. Happy Jew Year for those who prefer Happy Jew Year. Uh, Zap Hopper back. He's been missing an action. We've agreed. I gotta take down my article, by the way, at the website. I've, I've still cut ties to, to Zap Hopper and his grism.blogspot.com. But, uh, we've, we've, uh, agreed starting effective again January 1st that it's okay. Put it back up. Uh, place has been cleaned up a lot. It's been improved over there. Some things I was protesting against. So you can now catch the Inside the Eye live again over at Grism. Uh, dot blogspot.com. So there's your, your plug zap. And, uh, don't forget to give zap a cup of coffee because he still does do a lot of work. Although he took some time off over the holidays. Come on zap. We know that. So, but anyways, you, you're deserving of it. No problem. Um, uh, you know, big news. What can I say? Huge news going on out there regarding this election, ongoing election. I'm not so sure it's over yet, quite frankly, uh, because I'm just not, uh, again uh, it's not over till it's over uh, and of course people are going to keep fighting but i was watching you know the events you know, last night i didn't go to bed till like 5 in the morning and then i had to get up at about 8 to go to work i was actually late and uh got up like at 9:30 uh, you know, but 5.30 to 9.30, that's only four hours sleep. And then I came home and I took another three hours to get some energy back. I was just dead. You know, it's been very, I don't know about you guys, but it's been very depressing a little bit. It's a little bit disappointing, uh, what we're seeing going on in America. Uh, it's just unbelievable, quite frankly, that the American establishments, whether it's the courts, the, 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 the numerous state legislatures, Uh, Congress, uh, everything, military, Department of Justice, FBI, everything, CIA, uh, DIA, NSA, you name it. It's just unbelievable that we have a country where the entire structure of governance, all those institutions which are there to preserve and protect the interests of the American people, uh, every single one of them. By all indications, is working against the American people. So you have to ask, why are we even funding these people? Why do we need an FBI? Uh, last night, you had police, for instance, showing up at a hotel in Washington, D.C. The hotel was filled with MAGA people. You had people going out just to smoke a cigarette because you're not allowed to smoke outside. inside. So they went out to smoke a cigarette, and the police come in massive force, 20, 30 strong and they're just they're just there to intimidate. The police are there just to excuse the language of it to be a-holes. They're just there just to be jackasses. No other reason. There's no protest going on. There's nothing going on. Now you've got like, like Lindsey Graham talking about arresting as many thousands upon thousands upon thousands as he can. And then they're talking. Anyways, it's frustrating to watch. Anyways, it's listener-sponsored and supported radio, guys. It does rely upon your donations to help keep the network alive, up and running. And without your support, we're just not going to be able to keep running. Uh, Perhaps now more than ever. I don't know, actually. I'm beginning to wonder, right? But no, we're still going. We're still able to talk. We're going to continue to talk until that day stops to where we can no longer talk. And without platforms, we're not going to be able to work. It's that simple. And uh, now Trump. (laughs) Sometimes I think Trump is stupid. You know what I mean? He's just stupid. Because all of us were getting deplatformed, you know, two years, three years, four years ago. And now he is the president of the United States and Twitter blocks him. Facebook takes him down. Uh, Who knows what YouTube is doing? uh, Instagram. You know, it's like, dude, you're stupid. You know what? You're just stupid. You know, you you never really supported in a way that made things to where they can't do this anymore. But nonetheless, yeah, anyways, support the network, guys. Uh, We need the networks to be working. There's lots of great networks coming on board. You can follow me at Gab at Radio ITEL. Uh, That's my only, quite frankly, my only real. That's not true. I have my Facebook, uh, Dot. I think then I just my name I think is over at uh, uh Facebook I still use it I still get a lot of traction from that so for now I'm using it uh but I don't use it all that much for this for this stuff quite frankly and I don't use bitshoot I have radio itel at bitshoot equally so radio itel at bitshoot I don't use these things I I'm I really am, by the way. So anyway, support the networks. Okay, let's get that done. Support the networks, support the networks. We are going to be doing probably a new project. I'm not sure what it's going to be called. But if you recall the voice of Inside the Eye iLive, uh, primetime, uh, that voice is Mary. She's uh, descended from the former chief of police for the Queen of Hong Kong. And so she is, uh, lives in the UK. Her name is Mary. And she is going to be coming on and doing a video series with me. We're not sure what we're going to call it. I think it's going to be called Just Candid with Dennis and Mary, something simple like that. It's going to appeal to a different audience. She's not at the level that you are in this field, but she's pragmatic. Uh, She's pretty savvy, and she's political, and she's in the UK, and she's pissed. By what she's seen going on in the UK, so we look. I think we're going to start a this week. We're going to do a trial, but look for a new project called Candid with Dennis and Mary. That's it, and it's going to be a video series. Probably going to be an hour show. We will pre-broadcast first, and if it works out technically, I will go ahead and put this up on a live stream. It would come every Tuesday. That's the theory. So just watch out for it Tuesday. From 10 o'clock local time here. So in America, that's going to be like 2 in the afternoon, 2 to 3 in the afternoon in the United States. It'll be more around uh, British politics, what's going on in the UK. So we're going to be focusing more on that. But, of course, we will be doing other other topics as well, of course. I mean, in an hour, you can't just talk about the British. I can't. But uh, anyways, look for that. Uh, what else is news? The ITEL CAT report, proudly sponsored by, I gotta talk to her about that. I've really done a bad job. Um, but not much to report on the ITEL CAT report, quite frankly. Everybody's doing great after the problems over the Christmas holiday. The cats are all good. I got six left. They're doing great. Everything is fine. And, uh, it should be kind of a, I don't know. It, uh, what can I say? I saw them yesterday. I haven't spoken back to the house in two days now, but everything was going great. Uh, Brucery, Brucery is no longer Bruiser. It's now Brucery and she's doing great apparently. And that's a great thing. And then Dempsey is a great little cat. Uh, he's another one we kind of rescued. So we've rescued a few and they're all doing great. So that's going to be kind of fun. Uh, let's see snippets. Says in the chat room, Dennis and Mary sounds like a royal line. Well, it kinda is, Miss Snips. Oh no, Salmon says that. Uh, MG, MG. By the way, thank you as always. MG is probably one of the greatest, best uh, financial sponsors we have. Uh, so thank you very much for that, uh, Mister MG. So yes, we're going to be having. It's anyways. I'm not sure. I was just going to call Dennis and Mary just to kind of break from the fetch for a while, try something new. I want to try something new, so I thought it might be kind of fun if we do something uh live, so that'll be kind of cool. And, yes, Dennis and Mary sounds like a new TV series and the Royal Dennis and Mary Show. That might work. Uh, you know what? Um, currently... You know, it's going to be coming from the South. That'll be fun if I get to the South Sea. So, anyways, guys, yeah, look for that. Uh, I'm going to do the first pre-recorded thing next week. We're going to test run the technology between the two of us. And she doesn't have the gear per se. She'll be using her phone. But it's good enough in today's world. We've been seeing so much stuff on the news where people are just coming from their phones and stuff. I think it's going to be pretty good. You know, I think so. We'll see. We shall see. I don't have too much. Let's see what he can do. Well, First of all, telephone lines, if you'd like to call in. Telephone lines are going to be open. That would be uh inside. No, no, no. It's uh, telephone lines. 323-275-1314. That's 1323 uh two seven five one three one four. So feel free to call in if you'd like to get in. Obviously, if you have anything to say about the election, the Uh, Pence's move yesterday essentially capitulating that was a capitulation guys Uh, feel free to call in a little venting would be probably good Um, you know here's something uh, just on the uh, which is something we've been saying equally and and the main issues behind uh, cancel culture and this war against all of us, I point the finger directly at every single Jew who does not speak up about the trick and the libel and the blood libel of charging people with anti-Semitism. Listen, if you're not willing to speak up against the criminal way in which Jews use this word to silence us, to destroy us, you are part of the problem. And ultimately, as you can see, you can scream and yell and you can create laws like you did in Bolshevik Russia where to even make a joke about a Jew will get you to the death penalty because that is true. In Bolshevik Russia, to make a joke about a Jew, you were liable for the death penalty. So for all of you Jewish tyrants out there, you're not kidding anybody what's going on in this great country of the United States and across the United States at large. You're not fooling anybody. The information is out there. It's not like we don't know what is going on. Uh, go. Let's go out to California. Jack, hi. Welcome to Inside the iLife Live Prime
3: Time. That's how I am. I'm good. How are you? Doing good. You know, I've been... Um... Listening to local radio here in Neely market. I don't know if you're familiar with 1070. KNX, K-N-X 1070. K-N-X.
0: KNX 1070 radio. All news all the time. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I actually knew the A&R guys. The count reps for uh, 1070 back in the day. Been in their studio many, many times, believe it or not. And the free Dodger take my son to the baseball game. On KNX's dime, uh, also KFWB and KFI. So how's that? See, I have a little bit, a little bit of history there. I didn't go into the KLOS. Is KLOS still there?
3: You know, I don't know. I'll tell you what. I, I, getting some echo man. I'll keep talking. You know, I've, i I've, I've been listening to uh, the the station um, while I charge my phone when I'm out on the road. Uh, I'm a radio addict, I guess. I listen to a lot of radio, a lot of podcasts.
0: We love radio.
3: And just amazed about all of the Marxist, the cultural Marxist rhetoric, uh, the the liberal-leaning narrative. Just uh, this morning, I took maybe half-page notes, just key words. One of the things they do is they interview local academia at at the university. So one was Cal State, um, not Santa Barbara, but anyhow, one was from Cal State, another was from UC, uh, uh, UCLA, and they're all just liberal academia and they're slamming uh, the Trump people. They're referring, referring to them as riotous mobs, uh, domestic terrorists and and terrorists. And, um, the mayor Garcetti is urging president Trump to resign and, uh, the U.S. police, uh, the U.S. Capitol police chief, is working with the, the District of Columbia Police Department, who's having, who's holding the investigation on yesterday's events, um, and they're condemning Trump, Trump. and uh, they linked the girl that they shot and killed to QAnon, and it's just, it's you know amazing if you, if you, can access But you it know, at here's the thing: it. since when
0: does? Away you know on that one that's kind of infuriating just because they're qAnon even if they were Does that give you the right to shoot them in the face you freaking people really Mm-mm. that that that's your excuse to shoot somebody in the face you know i i yeah i know I haven't been in L.A., obviously, in a lot of years. But, uh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Because what I've seen is really after this event, Jack, a coordinated rollout to sell this as the American people are involved in insurrection. And the truth is they are. Big time. They are. Not us. They are. They're the ones that are involved here. And, of course, to sell us as the domestic terrorists and, you know, I, I don't know who it was. I think it was uh Chuck Schumer basically saying we should be smashed without any mercy. I'm -hmm. like, you know, that, Trump, is what we're talking about. These people, you cannot negotiate. You cannot make a deal with this. You need someone who is strong in power, who is going to use force on force. There is no negotiation. There's no deal to be made.
3: You know, this station, KNX, is actually owned by a company called Entercom and i i checked out entercom on wikipedia and entercom is the second largest radio company um in the united states and the ceo is named david field so they own 235 radio stations across 48 markets but uh yeah, this is like a Charlottesville number two. They're orchestrating the Jewish own media to demonize the white Christian European extraction who supports Trump. And uh, they're bringing all their experts from academia and law enforcement, and military, and within the federal government, and they're condemning all these people that, Uh, went to the Capitol yesterday. So I think now we have 80 million people that are really starting to get the picture that uh, government's a sham, right? It's not elective representative government anymore. It's really not. And uh, they're demonizing these people. I think this is how they're going to justify activating martial law and starting to throw... White nationalist in the FEMA Camps so uh, You know I think The fight should be taken locally But uh, Maybe Donald Trump Is playing that Art of the deal Tex Mars you know noted That uh, he might be You know Playing that final hand Most likely not but he's doing a great job of exposing all of the corrupt
0: agree, bureaucrats agree,
3: agree. on both side of the aisle.
0: But I, I still think my point, though, is that although he may be practicing the art of the deal, there is no negotiated deal to be made here.
3: No, that it's total force. There's, yes. The Jews don't negotiate. They take everything and um, I was thinking about that, you know, it really confirms that they control our government. And I was thinking about an, uh, Admiral Thomas Moore, the chairman of the joint, ch- joint Chiefs of Staff during the Reagan administration, who said just that. The American people would be appalled if they, you know, had acknowledged or realized that the Jewish lobby controls the U.S. government. And I think this election and this event yesterday shows that it, it, it illicitly proves just that.
0: Yeah, I don't think, I don't. I don't know because I'm not there. But, I, I, but based on what I'm reading uh, on my social media feeds, and I try to take, you know, at least enough of a, of a variety to get a, uh, you know, not just a, what do we call it, a, a echo box or an echo chamber feed. I want something a little bit more out there just to try to get a feel although I keep it more within my taste. I don't like to be gaslit all the time because that's what's going on here. The massive gaslighting by the media is absolutely unheard of. And th- that's a key point here. The gaslighting is absolutely unheard of. Uh, for instance, when Zuckerberg made his statement yesterday about Trump calling for violence and this and that, his entire statement was 100% inverse and false. It was a lie. And because of this lie, I'm going to, Take Trump down off of social media, off of Facebook for the near future, because it's just simply too dangerous for him to be on. Yes, Mr. Zuckerberg would be my statement. It is too dangerous because you and the rest of your Jewish fiends are the problem. But uh, anyways, 80
3: million Americans, too, are are, looking at the headlines uh, due to yesterday's event. They're going, what happened the last uh, nine months? when Antifa and BLM were burning down our cities. And these guys yesterday are the domestic terrorists. And they see all of these pundits in the media saying just that.
0: Correct. And then they're calling on Trump to denounce the violence. There was no violence to denounce you idiots. But all this time that, the, you know, we're saying, look, where are you Democrats denouncing Antifa? And they not once took a stand. And now all of a sudden, one event, it was, it was staged, man. That was a staged event yesterday, 100% staged.
3: And George, George, George Floyd, you know, is, is the savior. And this 14-year Air Force trend there's no oh, mention so of sad. her.
0: You know what's really sad about that picture of her? Literally, you can see the tear coming down her eye. It's so sad. This, I mean, I want to, this black son of a bitch just popped her point blank, basically. What a punk pout, coward, man. You know what I mean? And and the reality of it is, is white people should be at this mother, you know what's house, demanding his head, just as Antifa goes to everybody else. We should be at his freaking house. We should be demanding his head. We should be demanding literally his head. How dare you shoot? An American citizen. How dare you? Especially in times like this.
3: 4,000 supposedly police officers on the Capitol Police Department, all sworn to basically protect 535 of those dirtbags. Correct. It's one of the largest police forces in the United States, larger than Washington, D.C.'s police force, and all they do is, is, is basically guard the grounds of the Capitol.
0: In fact, uh, I, th- I saw the Matt Getz speech and he said it's refreshing for once the, uh, Democratic side of the aisle wasn't calling for defunding the police department, you know, <laughs> to a few claps and cheers in the Congress. Cause yeah, all of a sudden they're not asking for that, right? Uh, but the police are going to have a, it, it, again, we have to wait. Again, Biden's not president yet. Uh, Trump is still president. Uh, we'll see how that work plays out. But for now, it is what it is. But I suspect um, the American people now know this is an illegitimate government. Hungary, Poland, Slovenia, and one other country, I'm not sure which, have already said they will refuse to recognize the United States government.
4: Wow. Wow. That's huge.
0: Yes, it is. For the first time, can you imagine not they're going to refuse to recognize this government? And that's what the U.S. would do. I mean, let's be honest. If, if we saw this much voting fraud, like in Venezuela, we would just refuse to recognize the government. And we would say, no, this person's the government. It would be fascinating if all these other countries came for us as we don't recognize Biden. We recognize Donald Trump as the president still.
3: So we could presume that every uh, foreign diplomat that supports the United States government in this new regime Is around wrapped around the finger of international Jewry, otherwise known as the Zionist banking elite.
0: Well, they they are even to this day. The State Department's controlled by Jews and LGBT, so they are already. To be honest with you, they don't really serve American interests. We had some good employees. I've dealt with them inside the embassies as I travel, and a lot of good. I I heard
3: Boris Johnson was slamming the the American patriots yesterday in in the House of Commons.
0: You I mean, have that so, correct. You sh- maybe I should just uh, give you the mic. I'll go have a snack and a sandwich, and I'll just let you keep going.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you go. Fetch. Have a good afternoon.
0: All right. Thanks for the call, Jack. That's Jack, everybody out in California. He's, he's raising all these points faster than I can. I forgot all about the Boris Johnson thing. Anyways, what's happening here is we have a situation where – You know, I mean, come on, guys. I I almost have to laugh. It's so obvious. I don't know if you heard Trump's speech yesterday when he said, call on everybody and go home. But you can actually, for the first time, you can hear the somewhat of disappointment and sadness in his voice. He put on a great, brave face. But I heard a little bit of sadness in his voice. I did watch the speeches yesterday. I did watch maybe 10 to 12 of the speeches on the Arizona... Uh, contention of the votes. You know, they went to have their debate on on contending those votes. Uh, is it contending? I think it's contending. Uh, I forget the word. But I watched about 12 speakers and it was just a bunch of gibberish, you know. And another thing that disappointed me about this whole thing is we kept hearing about how on Thursday, on January the 6th, you're going to hear all this information. All this stuff is coming to come out. Truth is, nothing really came out. You had Trump giving this kind of like a a legal brief. But ultimately, nothing really came out. There was not a whole lot to be said out there. And nothing that we don't know already. No real big, big booms or um, big drops. Nothing came out yesterday. Absolutely nothing. And of course, we were primed even by Trump. And this is you know, dude, if you're going to talk you got to deliver you know you're telling us all this stuff is going to come out January sixth come to washington you're going to be amazed it's going to be great it's going to be a wild party and it was the biggest dud quite frankly i've ever seen. There was nothing presented. We basically had a Trump speech, which wasn't one of his greatest. Uh, he just goes and I th- goes through all the different election fraud that we already knew about, except for now he could deliver to a uh, two, three, four, five hundred thousand people, but it wasn't anything revealing, nothing special. Uh, he did talk two words. One was about national security, which would be true. And then he said one other thing. Mm, I forgot it, but he did have one other thing that hints of a potential, as Jack was mentioning, one last Trump card to play. But the key point for all Americans to understand now. Uh, You know what? If anybody's listening at the studio, um, you need to reprogram my show because we are losing the bumper here, uh, top of the hour bumper. And uh again, it's like kind of stupid to try to talk for an hour un- unbroken uh we'll do our best because the bumper is not plain, and uh always we should give myself and the people a break. so guys, we're gonna lose that bumper. I'm gonna have to keep going for another probably half hour un- unbroken here because there's no bumper. Do you hear a bumper? I don't hear a bumper, no. Okay, anyways, telephone lines. We should be in a break right now, everybody. Telephone lines, one three two three two seven five one three one four. That's 1323 1314 Feel free to call in if you'd like. Uh, let's see. Let's go first then to... Um, I was hoping to have the break to set this all up. Let's first go on to the anti-Semitism thing. What we have here is a situation where global Judaism, and we're going to call it global Judaism, unless Judaism comes out and says, we reject this, we disavow this, until you guys in the Jewish community go about doing this, uh, it's going to lie straight at the feet of Jews. The people involved in massive terrorism against freedom of speech is largely the Jewish community. The Jewish community is the eye of the pyramid, and from all of their different machinations, they spread it out to the LGBTQ community, the racial, racially uh, identity politics, whether it's La Raza, black groups, etc. It all emanates, though, from Jewish money, Jewish power, Jewish financing, bottom line. And at the very pinnacle of this is something called the international definition of anti-Semitism. And it says here, the def- this is coming out of an article out of the UK. It says the definition is, an o- is often described as the international definition of anti-Semitism. It's actually been adopted now by 30 states around the world. Tons of institutions out there. But the truth of the matter is, is that this is nothing more than an anti-free speech uh, hate document put out by the Jewish community. In other words, they're saying we Jews are masters. We Jews are not going to permit you to question anything. If we Jews are traitors, and many of us Jews are traitors to you, the American people, to you, the British people, to you, the German people, you can't call us out on that because that's, quote unquote, anti-Semitism, to tell us we're a traitor, even if we're a traitor. Even if we're more loyal to Israel than we are to ourselves, that is anti-Semitism, even if you admit the truth and you admit the facts, so what this is telling us is that Jews, through the use of this mechanism, are engaging in a type of rhetorical warfare that is, de- that is attacking simple common sense, simple observation, and simple reality. What Jews want is us to be totally disconnected from reality while they burn, rape, and pillage our various nations through either their own direct means or through the means of, upon which they are importing into our countries, namely mass immigration. So for us, we must always keep the Jewish angle towards the top. Now, I watch again so much news lately. I, I never used to, I never used to have any influence from anybody. I would only just do my thing, and that's what I did. But with the amount of—I uh, don't know—the speed at which I guess current politics are moving and current events are moving, I'm—I'm I'm having to, you know, go follow more and more people. I don't really have a whole lot of choice. I have to get a little bit more involved. But the one thing I don't hear anywhere, anywhere whether it's Steve Bannon or uh, some of the bigger people, X-22 Report, or some of these others that might be out there. Nobody talks about the Jewish angle. I hear a lot about the patriots. The patriots. The patriots are in control. Big Q thing. The patriots are in control. Who are they? I see Trump. But who are the patriots? Who are they? Oh, trust the plan. Okay, I see the plan. The plan right now is I've got a world that is in total lockdown. I got a world where nobody can travel. I got a world where airlines are basically out of business. I got a world where the airlines are wanting to impose all kinds of draconian, not just the airlines, but IATA itself, the International Airline Transport Association. They want to impose all kinds of draconian rules over the public, all to protect us from what? Nothing. A fake virus with fake tests. And then I got and a country where it is so corrupt I can't even get an election done for the presidential election of the United States. And, okay, what's the plan? Where's the plan? What's Is that the plan, is to just basically implode it? No, I don't believe that was actually a Trump motive here because they didn't need him. They just could have brought in Hillary, seriously. They didn't need Trump to do all this. So if Trump's plan is just to reveal it and then walk away, okay, that's the plan. Any questions? I, I Any comments? I don't think so, right? Because that's all we talk about. Oh, Trump's doing a great do- job revealing everything. Yeah, he is to the mass market. But guess what? When you're involved in a coup d'etat, okay, when you're involved in an active coup d'etat, the very first thing that you want to do is you want to eliminate comms. Comms, communications. Take down the comms. And what has happened here? We have seen President Trump's comms completely taken down. President Trump's comms were his social media accounts, be it Twitter, be it Facebook, be it Instagram, maybe YouTube. Now, from what I understand, from what I understand, if you take a Trump tweet like a Dan Bongino and you send it out, you will also be banned. So what we are being told by this established elite, and we've known this, because we've known that Jews were the primary instigators of cutting free speech. 7, 10, 12 years ago at the very outset of the internet when it started to pick up. We knew that if you raised questions about 9-11 and 2005, you would be surrounded by a hornet's nest of punk Jews, Hasbro jackasses, hammering you 24-7, trying to get you enraged, trying to get you to engage, trying to get you to Commit to something, so that the people like Arnheimer over at the Daily Stormer, that he and his Bantown buddies could then get everybody banned off the internet. That's why they called it Bantown. That, if you, it wasn't necessarily an operation, but how that operation worked is today's social media. It's the same. The same punks from 2005 are the same punks in 2020, and they control the Internet. The Internet's funny. Nowadays, it would be like this. Lulz. Trump gets banned. lulls. And those of you who know what's going on, you know how infuriating it is because you could not grab them and do something about it. And now Trump is here. He's got the art of the deal. But Trump, again, he doesn't understand. Maybe he does, but I don't think he really gets it. He seems to be too nice. He seems to be too nice here because there is no negotiation moving forward. All paths to negotiation have now formally closed. There is no more negotiation. There is no more deal to be negotiated in fact, any resistance to the coup is already being met with very chilling statements coming out of the various people out there that are engaged in this actual coup. Here's James Raskin, for instance, who is the, one of the first to come out, I believe, speaking equally about what the coup plotters want to do. To the American people.
5: The normal proceedings of the U.S. Congress and that any violent insurrection against the government of the United States will be put down um, and uh, American constitutional democracy will prevail. We have no choice and uh, everybody here is absolutely resolved.
0: Okay, so he's saying that any insurrection against the United States must be put down and everybody in Congress has 100 percent resolved. All right, fine. Maybe it's not 100%, but he said everyone. The insurrection will be put down, and we must preserve our constitutional republic. Again, gaslighting, projecting. So if Trump is listening or any of his people are listening, dudes, you don't have a choice at this stage. You have 100 million Americans put their faith and confidence in the Trump administration. Whether for good or not, listen, it's good that Americans came together. How can we call this bad? It's good that they're seeing what's going on. But ultimately, the insurrection has to be put down. Because it's either going to be put down by Trump, which we highly doubt at this stage, or the American resistance to this criminal government will be put down equally. So what this Haskin or Raskin has said is that Congress is making a decision forthwith to declare war on the American people. Remember, they're classifying your protests now as an insurrection. And we said time and time and time again to Trump, right? How many times did you hear us say that the BLM and Antifa should be considered an insurrection and take it down? Oh, no, 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 no. We can't do that. I'm a deal maker. I'm going to make a deal. Then the where we go, we go one and we go all crowd is saying, oh, Trump has to reveal it all. All right, it's done. It's time to put up or shut up. We got two weeks left to this charade. Literally, we have two weeks left to this charade. Either Trump can perform. Or he can't. He either has support inside or he doesn't. He certainly has support of the American people. They be, they're backing 100%. Trump, of course, is surrounded. We get that. But so are the American. Actually, the American people aren't surrounded. The American people are everywhere. Perhaps it is time for strategies to move forward. How do we move forward? Obviously, there can be no representative government under the current counting schemes. It's impossible. You cannot have a federal government mandating things nationally when that entire government is corrupt. It's not corrupt. It's illegitimate. And now that we understand how the voting system in America has clearly been working, of course, we kind of suspected that in 2018. It was impossible that the Democrats won that many House seats in 2018. It didn't happen. 100% it didn't happen. And if we can have a situation today where Trump is in power, he is in power, and he can have a landslide stolen from underneath him, what makes anybody think that when he's out of power and the other side has two years to consolidate more power that the American people are going to be able to change it so easily. They can't. You're not going to be able to. You think those in power now who are willing to do anything to take that power are going to do anything that will allow you to regain any type of semblance of power back for yourselves? It's not going to happen and that brings us to this idea of sedition insurrection and all that other fun stuff because the american congress the american intelligence community america's court systems and america's even their state const their state congress or their state houses their state legislatures they have all come out in unison And essentially told the American people, come and take it. It's ours. Come and take it. Because they're not going to give it away. It's it's just not going to happen. When, of course, the comms are going down. Understand this clear. This is part of an insurrection. The comms are going down. What that means is that Trump is isolated. He can no longer go out. Straight to the American people. Imagine that. The President of the United States. Who can bring one million people to the federal grounds. You know the state grounds. Or what do you want to call it in Washington DC. He can't even get out directly tonight. He cannot use Facebook. He cannot use Twitter. He cannot use Instagram. And we've been saying this all along. Trump, everyone's getting banned. Everyone's, and all he just whines and complains. He's the great deal maker. Dude, again, nobody's going to question your success. Nobody's criticizing you for for just just because. But, dude, four years. Four years in power. And you don't do one damn thing to preserve yourself even you allow yourself to be put at the mercy of a bunch of jews again you don't want to talk about the jewish angle but ultimately that's what's going on a bunch of jews are telling the american people you can't listen to trump anymore did you see the name out of twitter or facebook the guy's name was rosen oh we've decided that you the american people can't hear the president speak directly anymore and the guy's Rosen, a good Jew, right? Oh I know, it's just an accident. Whatever, guys. Anybody who believes that's just out of their they're out of their minds at this stage. They're just they're just really they're the disconnect from reality here. The comms, folks, are down. And it's everywhere being talked about.
1: Zuckerberg posting um, the dramatic move that they believe that the risks of allowing the president to continue to use the service are too great and they will be blocking the president um, on Facebook and Instagram indefinitely and at least for the next two weeks until the peaceful transition of power is complete. Now, Carl, as you mentioned, this is a dramatic move for Facebook because Mark Zuckerberg has stated repeatedly that he believes that Facebook is a very necessary platform for free speech. He has always um, really sided with with this side of free speech rather than more regulation. He has called for regulation um, to help create guidelines to understand how to limit speech on the platform, but this is really a dramatic move, saying they believe it is simply too dangerous to allow the president to use the platform. And just to be clear...
0: And the question would be, who's it dangerous for? It's dangerous for the ruling elite, because Trump could be or would be able to talk to the people himself directly would be my read on it and imagine cnbc that little speck came out of cnbc that little sound clip since when was facebook a advocate of free speech facebook has never been an advocate of free speech and all of us know it so again liars gaslighting evil i can't even i can't even go on air to use words to describe these people. But how dare she get up there on her little pedestal and say that somehow Zuckerberg and the rest of the Jews that run Facebook were ever for free speech because they never have been. And the issue now is we are down to what? Two weeks to go. Trump at this stage has no comms. He has no way to get out directly to the people. No more, I guess that's going to hurt the MAGA crowd, not the MAGA, the Q crowd, because now it's, Trump tweeted out today this, Trump tweeted out today that, Trump tweeted out today this, and what did Q tell us? See, I've been reading and listening too much. I guess that's going to go away. They're not going to have any content to produce now. Trump's not going to be able to tweet. But it's a huge problem, because when you take down the comms, that's, Step number one to the final aspects of a coup d'etat, you take down the comms. Now, the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, came out today, and they said and reminded all of the radio stations to make sure that the executive branch, which would be Trump, has access to the emergency broadcasting system. See, that's how dangerous this is, is the coup is so far advanced now that the FCC is basically asking, imagine that, asking the networks who use our license spectrum, our scarce resources to keep channels open for the President of the United States. That's kind of unbelievable, but that's where we're at today. It's actually kind of absurd but it is what it is it just is what it is okay I'm gonna go back to the chat room real quick I just want to say hi who's there uh, dang it's for Thursday guys we're doing really great man normally uh, normally that's uh, you know zap opera put something out there there is no coup Trump was in on it actually I don't buy that possible it's possible though no I believe it's possible zap I'm not gonna I don't believe it but I'm also not gonna disbelieve it. How's that sound? Uh, what are the comments all there? Uh, you know, yeah, all the incidents going on out there have been staged. Um, yeah, not a whole lot going on. You guys anyways, enjoy the chat room. I showed up and everybody's going home. Uh, anyways, uh, telephone lines one three two, three, two, seven, five, one three, one, four. that's one, three, two, three, two seven five, one, three, one, four. that will get you in the phones. I'd love to hear from you. And Kinzinger, did I do Kinzinger? Yes, this is Kinsinger. Here's another issue that's developing rather fast now. And that's this idea of Trump being unfit to hold the office, which means that they want to now take him up through the 25th Amendment, which says he's unfit for office.
4: Sadly, yesterday it became evident that not only has the president abdicated
2: his duty to protect the American people and the people's house, he invoked and inflamed passions that only gave fuel to the insurrection that we saw here. When pressed to move and denounce the violence, he barely did so, while, of course, victimizing himself and seeming to give a wink and a nod to those doing
0: it. I just want to say something right there. I'm actually going to repeat that because as I was listening to this, um, I just had some things come to mind as a word analyst here.
2: When pressed to move and denounce the violence, he barely did so, while, of course, victimizing himself and seeming to give a wink and a nod to
1: those doing it.
0: All right. That statement, guys, is written, of course, delivered by Kinzinger. He was supposedly the first uh, member of the House to come out calling for the insurrection. Not the Insurrection Act, but the uh, 25th Amendment. Pelosi has since come on board equally. And as that thing was written there, that's pure juice speak. That is juice speak. Jew-speak. So whoever the writer of that was, was a Jew, supports Jewish agenda. Recognize Jew-speak when you hear it. When pressed, that's a Jewish word. What a nauseating, stupid Jewish thing, but it's that's how Jews work. That is, once again, Jew-speak. Listen one more time.
2: When pressed to move and denounce the violence, he barely did so.
0: See what I mean? In other words, Jew speak carries with it a level or a preponderance of truth that is highly pontificating, like I'm holier than you, I'm higher than you. When pressed to do this, he hardly did. Who the hell are you to be pressing anything to begin with? And what violence are you talking about? Cause we don't even know what violence you're talking about. So again, the, the level of this Jew speak is unheard of. And if you start to listen very closely to many of the statements, not from so much of Pelosi, although Pelosi we know is in heavy with the Jewish people. In fact, she was spotted on her desk. She's got a menorah on her desk. It's like, okay, how, how obvious is that? Right. But nonetheless, you will hear that all these messages going out across the entire nation, most of it is actually pre-crafted. When you have Lindsey Graham talking about insurrectionists, when you have this guy, Kinziger, coming out calling for the 25th Amendment, when you have, what's this other person's name? Uh, Jamie... I think Raskin or something like that. It's cut off. I can't read it. But coming out, calling for, oh, going after the insurrectionists and those. If you notice, it's a coordinated message. Coordinated messages tell you straight up that you're dealing with Jew speak. It's actually patently obvious. But this guy here, he cut the cake because that entire thing, that entire speech was nothing but Jew speak from Kinzinger. Now, one of the last things here, not last, but let me skip that. Step back a little bit. You have an insurrection. It's being done by the Democratic Party. It's being done by organized the organized Jewish community. You say, Fetch, come on, you can't say that. All right, well, I promised you I could, and I'm going to do it. Let's start with the Reformed Jewish Movement. Okay, the Reform Jewish movement. There's thousands. There's there's only really thousands of Jewish groups out there. They don't work for a living. They just tell us how to live. January sixth, two thousand twenty-one. Reform Jewish movement condemns insurrectionist breaching of the Capitol building. All right, there you have it. The Reform Jewish movement is condemning this, and quoting from the article, it says here the scenes of the insurrectionists breaching capital security, of senators and representatives hiding under chairs on the chamber floor, praying with the chaplain. What a bunch of idiots, okay? While capital Police stand at the ready are terrifying and heartbreaking. Really? what is What are you guys even talking about? But that is, again, the reformed Jewish movement. You got a bunch of clowns in government who are involved in an insurrection against the United States. You have police opening the gates to allow Americans to come through the gates to go into non-secure areas. Then you have radical, communist, Jewish-sponsored Antifa on hand to cause mayhem and damage. And the first thing out of these frickin' Jews' mouths is to call the United States people guilty of insurrection against their own country, against a government that is as, uh, what's the word here, Uh, illegitimate as you can even get. They go on to say the fact that today's events were encouraged by the president. President Trump never encouraged that. He said, hey, let's go down to the White House. Now, To a Zap Hopper, who's in the chat room today. Zap, hello. He's saying that Trump is in on it. All right. I can give you here that maybe Trump was in on it. Maybe. Why would I say that? Because he encouraged them to go to the Capitol building. He didn't encourage them to do anything other than that. But he allowed the people to be there to allow the next event to unfold. Okay, he did do that. I'll give you that. But to say that the President of the United States actually encouraged the storming of the Capitol building, that's not even close to true. Again, Jews lie. Jews are enemies of you and me and the entire United States. How dare they say something like this to us? But they don't care. It's called chutzpah. Goes on to say, our democracy is only as strong as the people willing to abide by its laws and norms. That's 100% correct, Jews. 100% correct. And our democracy means nothing because none of you Jews in any of your media outlets have said a damn thing about what is happening in the ongoing coup against the United States and the people of the United States. You cannot tell me that all of this fraud that we have witnessed everywhere, all of these fake ballots, the printed ballots, everything that we've witnessed to over the last 45 to 60 days, that somehow this is a, a, a meaningful demonstration of American democracy and its laws. Inside. All right. It's inside the item. Prime time. More after this. That was hard work. It's right after this. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, it's the Fetch Inside the Eye Live primetime. Again, it's January the 7th, 2021. Uh, just uh, President Trump looks like he's just made a statement. It looks pretty much like a concession statement. Uh, I was able to just hear it, uh, not finished with it. It was on a Gab TV Gab, but it sounds pretty much like a concession statement. I don't I'm not all the way through it, but uh, nonetheless, it sounds like he's somewhat conceding now. Uh, I'll have to go back and listen to it. I'm not saying he's conceding. I'm just saying it sounds like a concession statement. He's calling the rioters. The rioters who went into the building also uh, do not represent Americans, and whoever defiled the seats there, again, I don't mind all that. Maybe there was a lot of Antifa there eh, equally, but uh, again... Uh, there seems to be a disconnect from the political elite and even Trump's statement here about the feelings of the people. Let's go out to 210 area code. I think uh, that might be Bruce in Texas. Hi. Welcome to Inside the I Life.
4: Hey, Fetch.
0: Good afternoon.
4: Man, that's something else. I- I'm I'm still in shock, man. I'm still angry. Every second of the day, I've been angry over what transpired.
0: Well, I no, think a lot of yeah. people are angry, disappointed. Uh, I don't know where this goes from here. I'm gonna this statement from Trump again, I'm not sure where he's going. Uh seven oh five, mute yourself, please, or if that's somebody else. Um anyways, Bruce, let's keep My it moving. radio. Okay, yeah, cut that off. That, Bruce? Yeah, cut that down. Real quick because we got other people holding. What else you got? Obviously it's a disappointing day, yes for
4: sure. You do? Yeah. We'll get through this real quick. Do you have Facebook, because I haven't been able to verify this, but according to uh, Michael Rivero, you know how they shut down Trump. They shut down his Facebook and his Twitter, whatever. Um, But they've kept Ashley Babbitt's open so the Antifa and the Jews and the communists and the, the freaks can all celebrate over her death with the most vile hatred imaginable. I mean, you know, this hostile h-o-s-t-e-l i guess this this fascination to have with with killing the goyim and and celebration of blood it's all over the place it's on 4chan it's it's uh it's it's disgusting but it's revealing you know this mindset this is a jewish tyranny point blank i mean it's it's in your face and you're in a good place i think i wish i I was younger if i had a uh a young wife and a child, I, I'm looking, cause I'm not sure the, uh, the, the MAGA people, yeah, they rallied and they stormed the thing. They, they thought they had a leader. You know, I, I knew he was a paper tiger, you know, could mm-hmm. bone spurs. He's not going to lead no revolution. He's going to try to save his bacon and it didn't work. So now he's, he's going to capitulate, you know, he, he's, he's not, he's no brave heart, you know? So, uh, he, I don't know if like that, that's our only choice.
0: Yeah, Bruce, I like to say he's a deal maker, and this was never negotiable. So, okay, yeah, in this case, that makes him a paper tiger. All he could do was reveal he's everything. He's a salesman. Yeah, he's a salesman. He did a great job. If he's just trying to sell the corruption, okay, fine. You sold the corruption, you helped burn it down. You left us with a pandemic, and you left us with a constitutional crisis, and you left us with a country that has been taken over by literally non-American forces. Okay. That's your legacy, Trump.
4: Yeah. One more thing. Um, when we heard all about Chauvin, Officer Chauvin, the, the, I'm going to turn down my volume so I don't get the echo. The, the guy who kneeled on George, on George Floyd's neck, you know, we heard his name the next day and, and he was all over the place. So we don't even know who the shooter was. His Capitol police, this black man who killed an unarmed white woman, you know, that's, they're, they're covering for him. To, oh, so he won't get harassed and threatened. You know, they don't worry about it when the shoe's on the other foot, when someone with a protected pets that brings himself to, to police encounters that, you know, that's, that's a different story. You know, that that's a saint, you know, a drug dealing murdering or, or a, um, convicted criminal saint. You know, it's disgusting. I don't know. I don't have good words for it. I'm just too too angry right now, bitch. But thanks for taking my call, though.
0: All right. Thank you so and, much and, for uh, that. Let yeah.
4: yeah. Let's
0: go out to the... Thanks, Bruce, for calling in. Uh, welcome. Go out to 705 Area Code. Uh, Lonnie in Canada. Hi, welcome. Inside the I Live. Hey,
5: Dennis. Uh,
4: thanks
5: for taking my call. You're
4: welcome. Thanks for calling.
5: Um, <clears throat> You know, uh, here in the... Uh, Uh, the patriot community, certainly the alternative media community, whatever you want to call them. I hear people say all the time we're in a war. And I honestly think that's just lip service. I I really don't think most people get it, what that really means. And uh, they don't. (laughs) The bottom line here is if anybody from MAGA happens to be listening to your show, they need to learn a very serious lesson right now. Stop playing in the streets. Get off the streets. That's not how you fight a war. This is nonsense. This is abs- this, You could see this trap being set up that they walked right into. And if you look in the hardcore patriot blogs, the few that I look at, in the circles that I run in, all those guys saw this coming. They all warned people, don't do this. And it played out pretty much, you know, exactly like I thought it was going to. And it, oh, my God. I just can't believe how stupid this MAGA crowd is. And I'm not that impressed, even with the – I haven't been for a long time – with the uh, self-professed professed Jew-wise crowd. The people who should know better. You know, this protesting, handout flyers, all this nonsense. It,
4: it,
5: this is limp-wristed bull. It really is. We're at a point now, I mean, how, How? you know, I'm sitting here in the past year watching this COVID stuff, watching, you know, this fake election stuff since last fall and all this nonsense, and everybody's sitting back, oh, just, you know, wait a little, wait a little, wait a little. When we should have been forming two three-man teams and sniping the SOBs off, that's war. This is not, now we've let all this play out, and all these people out there are still not going to get it. And what, to me, what the real message is of what occurred is you got the – they walked right into the trap. You got all these uh, white, white, patriots, uh, conservative vets, whatever you want to call them, crowd. And uh, obviously, they're painted in Jew media. They're completely out of control, and you're hearing unbelievable rhetoric, as as you said, to of some of the politicians, but the real message to me is the only way to stop them is shoot them in the face and kill them, which they did. That's the real message. How much do you freaking idiots out there in the patriot alternative media community need to be slapped inside the head to understand that you, the only way you're going to stop this is bury the pricks, literally? I am so tired of hearing... The pussy footing from, especially the the alter the Jew wise crowd who happen to be Christian, they're the worst, absolute worst. Might be some good people, but they don't get it. So start forming your two and three man teams, people. Make sure your skill sets are there. If you're a hunter, you got you more or less got it. If you can stalk an animal that has high senses, you can easily take out a domesticated human, easily. People had better start thinking this way. And as for the vet community, the patriot, the uh, the hardcore patriot community, um, they don't even know the enemy yet. How are we going to win an actual war if they can't identify who the enemy are? If you think it's overbearing government or commu- commies, you don't get it. It's the Jew and anyone who works for them. And as for the police, at this point, I mean as, as uh, you know, some of your, as you said, Dennis, obviously, and others, um, you know, you can send BLM in to burn, loop burn, murder, rape, and some cops got killed and all that, and the cops are standing or doing nothing. Unarmed, uh, we'll call it mega crowd, go in, don't do any uh, uh, destruction. Hell, they weren't even smart enough to steal the hard drives, as far as I know. and And immediately, they start getting shot and killed. I mean, how much more do you need to know about the police force? This freaking cop that shot this poor woman in the face? Find him. Take him out. Take his family out. Kill his dog. That, that is war. That's where we are. Anybody who doesn't get that, I understand people have the fear to, to have enough fear to not say that, which is why I have to come out and do it, because you're all too, too much pussies out there. You're too afraid to even think this, never mind say it. You're too afraid to say it behind closed doors, never mind on public radio. I shouldn't have to say this. The Jew-wise crowd should be smart enough to understand this. You're not. All that historical learning, all the times that Jews were kicked out of those countries, and it's way more than 109 times you ill-informed people. Way more. Look at all the methodologies that we have taken for thousands of years to try to deal with this freaking problem, and none of it's worked because we didn't do one thing, the most obvious thing, and everybody was too afraid to say it. Never mind do it. And, you know, I, there's some clowns even out there on my side. Guys like Bob in D.C., for example, he has called me out as being <clears throat> some kind of fed or something like that because I say this kind of stuff and get away with it. Maybe, just maybe, I'm just a guy who's not afraid. Maybe I've absolutely had enough and I'm willing to take that risk. I am sick to death of the Patriot community and the, uh, the alternative media community not understanding this nonsense. I, I You know, I'm just going to repeat myself at this point. Okay.
0: All right. Well, thank you. It so. couldn't be
5: more on. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah,
0: I just say thanks. Thanks. You know, okay. Uh, again, that's uh, a case. You know, I was thinking about you today because, you know, They talk about, oh, let's talk about 2022, 2022, right? Like, you guys can't even control 2020 when you have all this power, all these people. And I was thinking, you know, when it comes to vote counting, we need armed, armed militiamen in every single freaking precinct. And nobody goes in and out without the armed militiamen because they work for the people. And okay, fine. You want to bring the police? They work for the criminal establishment. And okay, fine. Both of them will be there and nothing happens unless we say it happens. Because it's that bad now. You actually have to send in armed people to ensure that these SOBs just don't steal everything because they stole the freaking country and nobody's done a thing about it. Nobody has done one thing about this. It's amazing. So,
5: uh, your suggestion here is obviously dead on point, Dennis, but you know as well as I do that it's too late now.
0: Yeah, it's uh, again, I
5: mean, it's difficult. Yeah, so people had better. If I hear one more alternative media patriot type say this is war, but not understand what war means, I'm going to throw up all over my laptop. I mean, this is.
0: Yeah, and I think.
5: Yeah, I think what
0: everybody has to understand is, you know, Charlottesville, everybody was a wake up call. Uh, All these white patriots came out to defend their interests and Trump threw everybody under the bush or under the bus. And yesterday he called for millions upon millions of people to come. They came. There was a staged event on the on the congressional house. And now Russia Today has come out with an article with a video January 6th, 2021, a date which will live in infamy. The U.S. was suddenly and deliberately attacked by domestic terrorists. Can you imagine this crap? And Trump now is denouncing that attack. So he's throwing his supporters under the bus and he's now calling for an orderly transition of power.
5: Well, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely that much. Uh, easier to look at Trump a little deeper and say, was this guy acting the whole time? I mean, I can definitely, I, I know you have been, I don't know if it, well, defending him, whatever. And, and I understand your reasoning, but he ain't looking good now.
0: No, this is you know, a very, really not. And, and, you know, they're selling I mean, this as this. What, I, I, Trump supporters arrived with guns. Come on, plexiglass shields. And sharpened two-by-fours. That's Antifa, not the Americans people. They pushed past police barriers and police officers. Actually, we witnessed them actually just open the gates and encourage them to come in. And they used shields and sticks to break government windows. Again, this was Antifa. They had to be held at bay by Capitol security guards in the House chamber with guns drawn. Uh, no, they probably were just fine. You actually started murdering them while you had them under control. And uh, basically it says here, insurrection staring through the broken glass at them eye to eye. They're talking to the president told supporters to come to Washington and he incited the potential for violence by telling them it was going to be wild. See, they're stretching that like this. And now Trump has come out saying, I'm going to condemn that. Lonnie, why don't I let you go? I'll play that Trump clip so you guys can hear just now what Trump has come out with. Uh, this came out just uh, 19, 20 minutes ago.
5: All right, thanks, Dennis. This Thank is you. Real much. war, people.
0: Thank you. So, anyways, Trump has come out, made a statement again, and uh, we're trying to get that to play. And uh, <laughs> he's staring at me, but he ain't playing. All right, there he goes. And let me try to pull that for you. And this is just, I think, about twenty minutes ago. By
2: the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem, I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. We have just been through an intense election, and emotions are high. But now, tempers must be cooled and calm restored. We must get on with the business of America. My campaign vigorously pursued every legal avenue to contest the election results. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. In so doing, I was fighting to defend American democracy, I continue to strongly believe that we must reform our election laws to verify the identity and eligibility of all voters and to ensure faith and confidence in all future elections. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. 2020 has been a challenging time for our people. A menacing pandemic has upended the lives of our citizens, isolated millions in their homes, damaged our economy and claimed countless lives. Defeating this pandemic and rebuilding the greatest economy on Earth will require all of us working together It will require a renewed emphasis on the civic values of patriotism, faith, charity, community, and family. We must revitalize the sacred bonds of love and loyalty that bind us together as one national family. To the citizens of our country, serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. And to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but I also want you to know that our incredible journey is only just beginning. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America.
0: So, guys, that's about as big of a concession speech as I think we're going to get. Uh, it sounds like Donald Trump has, again, conceded the presidency. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a legal concession speech, but it sure sounds like that. He has now gone after and attacked his own people the maga movement uh, he has not tried to even differentiate violence between what have, what might have been the communist insurrectionists or his own supporters he has not condemned the shooting of some of his supporters inside of the uh, inside of the congressional building and he says has been which means that uh, he is no longer And he's calling for that peaceful transition of power. So you kind of heard it here. If you're not up to date on that, maybe we're kind of ahead of the curve here. But nonetheless, it's a very disappointing time, I'm sure, for many Americans. It's a very dangerous time as we move forward. We have an illegitimate government. We have a criminal government. It does not represent the American people. No matter how much Trump wants to talk about the business of America is business. That is true, but it does not happen when you have criminals running the government, stealing from everybody, including the country itself, and then expecting that the American people are supposed to live under what is bound to be one of the most oppressive tyrannies we have seen in quite some time. We understand very clearly that the Jewish people hate us. They hate the American people. They have been calling on literally Uh, retribution against the American people for the past day now due to the fact that President Trump asked you to go to Washington and now they are calling you terrorists, criminals, insurrectionists. Understand where this is coming from. Uh, This really is what is going on today, whether you like it or not. So we do have, once again... Uh, an idea that uh, this government is a criminal government it's again illegitimate you did not vote for these people you did not vote for them and uh, right now china is already coming out using this as a means to justify their attacks now on hong kong they're saying that the current violent riots again in hong kong in washington justifies the Chinese government's crackdown of those in Hong Kong. So again, this is a global conspiracy by a lot of psychopaths out there. And obviously, with the United States going down, it will be very interesting to see now how the American people move forward with the realization that their president, who received more votes and won in a landslide, quite frankly, uh, has given up, has thrown down uh, the presidency, is going to hand it off to what appears to be one of the most criminal people in Washington today, a dementia-ridden fool who can't remember anything and imagine that the United States and its powerful military is now in the hands of not a Joseph Biden but a force much darker, much more sinister, and much more evil behind the scenes. We have an anchor baby, someone with no ties to the American people, no ties to the American fabric of what this country was for 200 years, who has done absolutely nothing to build up the country, who has literally whored her way to the highest places of power, literally a whore who used... Base sex let's call it for what it is just to get into power and to rise up the ranks and she is now sitting at the very pinnacle of power of the world and she's not even legally authorized to serve as a president of the united states that is where the jewish community has taken us today if you understand just how much jewish money was thrown into taking over the united states of america you would be appalled from George Soros on down, every time, if you recall, when George Soros was brought into the discussion, everything would be shut down, cameras would go down, everything would go silent, because George Soros was just one of many hundreds of Jews that were involved. It's very—it's rumored that the Koch brothers, who was a big Trump supporter, were personally in the ear of Mike Pence to destroy. The United States to give this country over to his two Jewish communists, so that they can now steal the rest of the wealth that is within the American people. Imagine the the Jewish people and their bankers and everything else have stolen some twenty one twenty five trillion dollars out of the American coffers. That's how much we are owed. Okay, so where is this money owed? Who's where is it, where is it all? So we are now seriously uh, looking at a very dangerous future. I don't know how else to put it, because we have been on this for quite some time. The MAGA movement, whether it's going to die with the Trump uh, capitulation, uh, remains to be seen. So that is the latest. I mean, you have heard the Trump statement. Uh, Again, I find with a statement like that, it's highly unlikely that he will call out for the Insurrection Act. Because he's a coward. This is an insurrection. But don't for a second think that now that Jews have total control of the United States, that they themselves will not be calling out for the Insurrection Act and then going after the American people directly. See, Trump never understood the game. He was a deal maker, and he just did not understand that the future of the United States was not something that was going to be negotiable to those who were taking over the country. This was a non-negotiable issue. You could not have made a deal. They only understood strength and violence, unfortunately. That is where we are at today. It'll be interesting, quite frankly, to see how this all begins to play out uh, for sure. But uh, let me just try to find some other quick things for you just to keep this in perspective. Um, I had the page open, but I lost it. Uh, I'm checking on call for insurrection act. Uh, so anyways, the MAGA movement, that was, was old. I don't see, but anyways, if you go, start to go through, you're going to see a lot. I know APAC came out with statements calling for basically Americans to be tried for insurrection, treason, for daring to go to Washington and stating your voice. Uh, Others, I think American Jewish Council came out with a statement that now that Trump has uh, goaded his followers into violence to take over the government, he must be removed from office immediately. So we've had a lot of different statements coming out of the Jewish community calling for the end of Donald Trump and They're not calling, of course, for the rise of a Talmudic tyranny. But, of course, you and I and we all know that that is what's going on. And just to give you an idea of the tyranny involved, uh, flight attendants unions now are calling for banning all pro-Trump rioters from flights. Rioters, okay? Rioters. So basically now the airlines are calling vis-a-vis their flight attendants to prevent Trump people from flying home. Understand how dangerous these people are. That's the show, everybody. The Fetch Inside the Eye live. Prime time.
3: See you Saturday, 10 o'clock a.m. Good night.